Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Muller She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is, I'm so excited, Jody Hamilton. She hasn't been on for a while. I know we're going to have a lot of fun, but before we get into it, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, supported by listeners, and it's woman-run. A great big thank you to everybody who supports the show. If you enjoy today's podcast, visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out all the tiers. I do include a tier with a much shorter intro and no ads. You can hear the free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they're followed up by What's Up, a show just for patrons where I talk about anything that comes to mind. It's a little more personal, kind of like my online diary. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup. And don't forget, you can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Jody Hamilton. Welcome back to the show, Jody. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly. Okay, so first of all, the last time you were on was September, and then you visited us in October, and it was so much right. fun. And I have to tell you that when you guys came to visit, it was it was supposed to rain, right? So I guess it didn't oh, really, yeah. it didn't really rain uh, before you got here, at least not too hard. So then you got here, and we all expected that it was going to rain, and then it looked like oh, it's not going to rain, and then right when you leave, it started to rain. So I texted. And it was dark. Then it was dark. (laughs) And I texted you probably about two or three minutes after you left because I noticed it was raining. And I was like, oh, you guys can come back and stay because it doesn't usually rain that long. It usually like only rains for 10 or 20 minutes. But I just now, like yesterday, realized I sent it to your landline. That's why you never replied. And I only noticed that because I tried texting you yesterday in that same number. And I was like, it keeps coming back. So I called you and you're like, oh, that's because this is my landline. So, yeah, that's my mistake. No, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's, Bob has my my, my texting number. I'll give it to you later. No, it was funny because it did rain pretty much the whole way back to D.C. Wow. Wow, that's a drag. But it was so much and, fun. We, I'm, I'm grateful that you guys are okay because I always get stressed out with rain driving. I hate it. But, oh, I hate it too. I, I, and especially because we didn't, it's not like I know the area. Right. Oh my God, there's yes. a squirrel looking into my back door window <laughs> wanting food. This Hello, Rachel. I call all squirrels uh, Rachel. That's my name for squirrels is Rachel. <laughs> oh, that's my niece's name. She's moving back in on Friday. Um, so yeah, no, we, so we were driving back and, you know, I'm kind of white knuckling it because it was yeah. raining pretty hard at points. Wow. And um, uh, Amanda was like, you're amazing. You're such a boss. <laughs> Amanda's so cute and sweet. Oh my god! I know she's adorable. And so we get back into the city, right now. The hotel where we were staying was um, this Hilton, where we got this two-bedroom suite for like nothing. By the wow. way, it was really nice. Um, and but where it is, where the parking is, and where you kind of pull in and stuff, it's very confusing because there's a downstairs and there's an upstairs, and it's all very confusing. So I'm like, I drove by, I made it there initially from the airport perfectly mm-hmm. like boom we got it right <laughs> but coming home i'm like okay i'm circling dc because that's what people do in dc <laughs> know, they, right? just circle. Um, they just circle but yeah i mean it was you know we <laughs> the look on your and bob's face when you were you guys were like so why are you here to see you 
Can you buy you the dumbfounded look on your faces? I know, but you know, I, I know it's funny because I know Bob had Amanda on, and you, I'm sure you've talked about this on his show. But it was like, you know, yeah, we figured you were coming here for some other reason, and that you know, oh, we'll happen to say hello to Kimberly and Bob, and it was we were so freaking touched, and then it was such a fun day. Oh my God, it, like I didn't want you guys to leave. It was so much fun. <laughs> well, it, what was funny was because when you had Amanda on uh, last summer, I guess it was. Yeah. Um, I was listening. We were in Palm Springs visiting mom, uh, Lonnie's mom, and I was listening to the show. And you guys were talking, and you said, "Well, you should come out here." And Amanda goes, "Okay." <laughs> and so then I texted her, and I said, "I'm listening to you on Kimberly's show. When can you go to DC?" And she goes, "I don't know." And I said, "Well, I know October. I'm thinking, you know, I was thinking bivalent shots, you know, right, like right, the new right, right. the new booster, and um, all this stuff." And I said, "So, how about mid October?" Now I know you do a lot of conventions because of Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street mm-hmm. stuff because it's you know Halloween time, mm-hmm. and um, she's like, oh, let me look, and it, that's when we picked the days that we picked because she didn't have to because it was during the week, so she right. didn't have to do a convention right, right. or anything, and so that's why we did it. It was literally, I'm like, you want to go to DC? Let's go. And then of course that was the, like the last one six hearing. <laughs> yep. And so right, of course. exactly. It's like great. Well, it wasn't our fault. It was because of the flooding or yes, whatever. Because of you the, know. Yes. And and was it and, flooding or something? I can't or, it was flooding, right? It was so, no, yes, right. It was the hurricane. It was right, it was a hurricane. Yeah. It was in Florida. Yeah, that's yeah. What it and was. then Amanda kept saying, "Maybe we should be watching this." It's like, "No, I'm visiting, man. You're here. I'm gonna visit." <laughs> and you have DVR. You can watch it later. <laughs> so, but that was we had such a fun time, and mm-hmm. it was it, it just made us. You know, Bob said something like, "That was really fun." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. It's fun having friends, isn't it?" <laughs> it's fun having company. <laughs> well, certain company. <laughs> <laughs> We're not usually we don't entertain, but you know, it was it was like, oh, my God, it was such a great like, I don't know, it was just getting infused with love and friendship and fun. And so it was really great for both of us. And it made us want to live in California so badly. But we live here now. So that's the way it is. And okay, I'm just going to switch the subject and announce publicly, officially that I am the new social media director for MSW Media, which for those of you who don't know, Muller She Wrote. But I'm not handling the Muller She Wrote page because that's Allison Gill. I'm handling both the Daily Beans and the Muller She Wrote, you know, branding, whatever. So uh, that's what I'm doing. And I've actually been doing it for a while, but I'm just keeping, you know, I was doing stuff behind the scenes and organizing and paperwork and learning and et cetera. So yesterday was the first day that I actually got the... Um, you know, the passwords and everything to, I'm still waiting on, I'm still waiting on getting, I think like the Instagram page, but it's kind right. of exciting. I, I, I have to say it's a little daunting because even though I feel fairly confident in what I'm doing, when you have to speak on behalf of someone else, oh, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, like leading up to it, and I have done this before, it's not like I've never done this before, but not to this degree. And, right. you know, I mean, I, I was paid to run social media pages for other people, but it was not so much to be the voice of. It was just to keep those pages filled with content. And right. that's really easy to do. But when you're trying to cultivate some kind of a voice, which I don't want to be too much of a voice, but I mean, but the main thing, you know what, I'm just going to say leading up to the 2022 midterms, what saved my, you know, mental state was following <laughs> my spadoinkle was following people <laughs> like Simon Rosenberg and Christopher Boozy because they remained optimistic based on data. Yes. And so I just thought, all right, the optimism thing is something I want to keep 
keep up. So that's part of part of it. So, you know, that's kind of my vision. So anyway, yeah. And you're part of MSW Media and so am I. So I get to promote us Yay. <laughs> on on all the channels. Finally, so I'll be promoted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I just have to go to Friday and fucking cinema. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Ugh. And, you know, Bob told me, I know I'm, I'm monopolizing now, but I'm going to shut up and let you talk in a minute. Uh, on Friday morning, the way that I woke up was I looked at my phone, which was stupid. I always Don't do, do it that. Now. I do it every morning. And then the, I said that was the first thing I saw, and I just screamed, fucking bitch! And that's what Bob heard. <laughs> At least he didn't hear fucking dick, because then he would be like, what? But, you know, uh, I'm just, like, screaming, fucking bitch. I just can't... I'm not I surprised. I used a different word, and slightly <laughs> after the word, the B in the alphabet, I used a different word that begins with C. I think I know which word you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm not necessarily surprised, but I'm, no. but it pisses, and that's a pet peeve of mine. Stop asking me if I'm surprised. I'm so sick of that. Are you surprised? Oh, yeah. um, please don't do that. That's really fucking annoying. Uh, yeah, I'm, I can't. I can't stand her. So what's your take on this? Do you think that, do you think she's going to be problematic? I mean, she already is, but more so. Uh, well, the one thing that, that made me less upset, at least for the time being, mm-hmm. is that she's still going to caucus with the Democrats, which means right. they still have a 51 seat majority. Yes. So that's important because with Bernie Sanders and Angus King, also independents, mm-hmm. and Angus King, I think, used to be a Republican, didn't he? I don't know. I think so, but I don't I know. I want to say he was a Republican, became an independent, and decided because the Republican Party sucks, he okay. left and decided to caucus with the Democrats. Okay. I want to say that's true. All of your listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> and send your emails to nick at iloveandculture.com. <laughs> anyway, um, um, <laughs> the fact that she's caucusing with the Dems is good. Mm-hmm. It gave her right. a little bit of power, too, going, yeah. hey, guys, you really want, you know. You want it to be a 51 seat? So I have a feeling mm-hmm. Schumer sat her down, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And going, look, you want committee assignments, bitch? Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to give us a 51 seat advantage, yes. or you're yes. not getting committee. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure that was a conversation that he had with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's no Nancy. She's right here, honey. Um, he was looking for the cat. <laughs> She's on her hating pad. It's her new favorite Aww. thing. Oh, yeah, um, they love them. So I think that's, that's a good thing, that she's at least smart enough, I guess, even though she doesn't have the power that Shan Manchin did this term, Mm -hmm. but still she had the power to really fuck it, right? and she decided not to, so that's good. Right. Where she can fuck it is in the election in Mm -hmm. 24. Mm -hmm. If she decides to run, which she may, as an independent, Mm -hmm. she may pull votes away from Gallego or somebody else who may run. But like... do you think, though, I mean, if you think about it, and it's red Arizona, and right. she has an incredibly low approval rating, rating right. like what Democrats would, I mean, and then Ruben has a high approval rating at this point. Well, for, among Democrats. Among Democrats. Not among the general electorate, necessarily. Okay. So does she have, does she have a higher rating with independents? Uh, I think she does. She does better with independents than either Republicans or Democrats. Okay, I see. Okay, that's where the problem um, could be. Yeah. But if they run a Carrie Lake, who is nuts, mm-hmm. um, who I keep calling Lucy McLoserton, <laughs> Lucy McLoserton from <laughs> Loser Lake, <laughs> and she should just shut the fuck up about the election. Anyway, yes, she um, 
she they may run somebody like her and Arizonans don't like her mm-hmm. because she's nuts. Mm-hmm. And this is a purpley leaning yeah. red state yeah. and they might be looking for a John McCainish mm-hmm. type of Republican. So Republicans mm-hmm. might shine, shine a Carrie Lake or somebody like her. And independents might go, hey, I, I missed the John McCain. It, it'll depend on how she votes this this term yeah, and what she does. If she's reasonable, then the middle-of-the-road Republicans will not vote for the Republican. They'll vote for her and mm-hmm. some middle-of-the-road Democrats that might have liked John McCain mm-hmm. or don't want to be as progressive as a Gallego, who mm-hmm. is amazing, mm-hmm. but they're not as progressive. They're more, you know, yeah. uh, yellow dogs or whatever. They might vote for her as well. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm. It's I'm, a might. It's not yeah. a. It's not a probability. But right. I'm concerned that if she does decide, if she doesn't get offered the nice lobby job to mm-hmm. retire at the end of these two years, mm-hmm. um, she may run again. If she, uh, the smart move, you know, the, hopefully she'll be nicer about it. But I don't think so. She's yeah. all about herself. Yes, yeah, she is. So that's where she's fucking us yeah. potentially. But right now she's not because she's allowing – she is going to caucus with the Democrats, and that is keeping the 51-seat majority, which gives the Democrats more people on committees. We can take up the judiciary and mm-hmm. take up what the House did, hopefully, and start doing a 1-6 committee on the Senate side now Yeah, because well, we have the control now. And then Amy Siskind, who blocked me on Twitter. Um, Why? Well, I think I know why it is. I'm not sure, but there. Okay, let's just. I I know she used to be a Republican. She actually used to promote Sarah Palin, and wow. um, yeah. If you look it up, you can find it. But, and she says it's because she was promoting women. But you know, we all heard what Sarah Palin said and the crap that she said. So, whatever. So yeah. at, at some point, there was several years ago. I remember the, and I don't remember the exact details of this, but basically, Siskind had said something. Uh, about uh, some black feminists maybe she was criticizing them and I remember Molly Jong Fast was part of it and Molly Jong Fast was upset at Amy and so I can't remember the details of it but I actually messaged Amy on Facebook and I told her that it was what she had said was disappointing so then right. she and I basically had a back and forth and I god it was so long ago and everything was fine you know she I don't remember how it happened but I think like the, between the two of us we were like okay everything is cool and then I right. find out that she's blo- she hasn't blocked me on, on Facebook, but she has blocked me on Twitter. But anyway, this is a long way to say she had tweeted the other day that she has a source that is in cinema's close circle and uh-huh. that cinema has such an inflated ego and she thinks that she's going to be able to run for president in 2024 as a centrist. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. Well, that's that's the that's the common reaction. Wow. <laughs> now, I don't know if this is true, but basically after she decided to leave the Democratic Party, which, by the way, people, it's not Democrat Party. It's Democratic Party. Thank you. Oh, Party. no, they've been doing that since the 50s. I and know it they was, have. Um, I know. And, and you're just hearing decided people. decided to emphasize the rat and Democrat. Exactly. And Democrats, you know, younger, newer Democrats don't know better. I so, know. And they're hearing Republicans say it, and they think it's the right way to say it. No, it is not the right way to it say is it. Not. It is purpose. Like you said, they're emphasizing rat Go look up Frank Luntz. They've been doing this, like you said, for the 50s. So it is Democratic. Um, yeah. Well, it's a Democratic Party, and you are a Democrat. Right. And so it's not Democrat policies. It's Democratic policies. So exactly. there you go. Okay. And then when she left the Democratic Party, I guess this this source that Amy Siskind has said that, okay, well, 
we weren't going to say anything, but since she's made this announcement, go ahead, tell everybody, make it public. So Amy told everybody, for what it's worth, I don't know if it's true, but d would that surprise you? It wouldn't surprise me because I think cinema does have a ridiculously huge ego. So if she, you know, maybe she thinks that she can run for president and maybe it's the Trump way of running for president in 2016 because maybe she doesn't really think she's going to win, but if she runs that she's going to get all this, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, press and she can write books. Yeah, and, it raises oh, her, her, her right. name, but it's, her name has been dragged through the mud because I of know. how awful she is. It's like Joe Manchin. Go ahead, run for president. Good luck with yeah, that. I right. mean, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's no, you're not. Democrats won't vote for her. No. I, most of them win. won't. No, she would never win a primary. She She's no. delusional to think that. So, I, you know, I mean, it would make more sense that she would run as an independent for senator. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. And it's like you said, we'll wait and see about her, uh, you know, her voting, her voting record. Her yeah. voting record and what she does um, from January 3rd on yeah. until the end of uh, 2014. 23 <laughs> uh, or 24 basically yeah. uh, we'll see what happens you know and and if she votes well she might get democratic support right. who knows yeah we'll see i mean it's just like you know god the whole two years i remember at the beginning of 2021 you know first we have the insurrection but then right. you know i'm thinking all right I, i'm gonna enjoy this this uh fall because there's not going to be an election and I don't know what's going to happen in 2022. So I'm just going to try to enjoy it. And then I remember during the entire fall season, it was just me being upset with cinema and mansion. Right. <laughs> and I couldn't even fuck. I won't even watch them if they come on fucking MSNBC. I can't even watch them. They made me so mad. So I, I will say that for the most part, especially after I found Simon Rosenberg, uh, you know, who, had that optimistic kind of take based on data i was feeling right. up also i knew that if they overturned roe that that would give democrats an advantage and, of course and, so, and yeah. it's awful it, it's so funny because everybody's like oh they're not going to remember mm -hmm. those little girls right um that you know in june all hell broke loose but don't mm -hmm. forget by october right. or november are you fucking kidding me <laughs> Okay, first no. off, the stereotype of women is we don't forget shit. I know. No kidding. Of, of so, course. And when you, when, you, when you cross us yeah. or hurt us or we lose trust in you, mm -hmm. whether it's a relationship or fucking Supreme Court, mm -hmm. it's in our brain for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Hell to the yes. Oh, my and God. And we will take it out on you at the least, when you least yeah. expect it. Yeah. Expect it. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you've ever been wronged by an ex-boyfriend or right. whatever, you know why mm -hmm. you broke up with him. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. even if you're friends now, you still—it's still in your brain. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so, yeah, I figured I wasn't happy about it, but I was actually glad that they went so far because I knew it would wake voters up, and I was really concerned because the numbers were in that—at least, you know—in the summertime were absolutely pointing to the Republicans and it made more sense then just because right. we saw inflation and higher ga gas prices and everything. Yeah, so, that's, uh, by the way, gas is under $5 yes. here in Los Angeles. Yes, and, and, and inflation is going down. Um, yes, thank you, President Biden. Um, yes. And that's the thing. It's like I haven't seen gas prices below $5 since the pandemic hmm. in this account, Interesting. by the way. Interesting. Well, we all know why they went up. and um, Yeah. Yeah, and so I, you know, I'm just, 
I, I think we did pretty good. You know, I mean, I, I felt pretty good all the way up until election night, and then I kind of lost it for a while. And then poor Bob, I went way dark poor on Bob <laughs> on election night. I was so scared because, first of all, I watch uh, MSNBC and I see that DeSantis and what's his name Rubio win, which is not a surprise. But still, no, how that how that state is worked out it's exactly, just, and I mean, really. and I knew it, but but those two are not gerrymandered, but still, it didn't matter. It was just they were. It was expected. the voter suppression and other things too, yes. and throwing people off the rolls. I yes. mean, and DeSantis's police and mm-hmm. all of that did. The voter suppression was there even statewide, let alone gerrymandering. Right, districts. and yeah, and so the, so I watched that, and it made me sick to my stomach. And then I had to go on Mary Trump's show. And then Mary Trump came on. She came on uh, before we went live. And she was feeling exactly the same way I was. So we were both, like, really feeling sick. And so I do the part. And, I, you know, we do our thing. And Bob was on that show, too. And then I, you know, we (laughs) meet in the living room. And it was a party I was invited to. Whatever, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we go, you know, afterward, we're in our living room. And then I'm, like, fucking low I am low and scared and I just you know I'm looking at Bob and I and I said something about if the house wins and I mean I figured it would win with a higher margin and I was just yeah like, I mean they barely won it yeah look people might be going to prison soon the exactly could go so, back to the Dems by the summer <laughs> you never know um <laughs> but it's like I, I said to him so I said something like I don't like being here and I meant on earth and he and he's like he got really worried. He's like, that sounds like you want to kill yourself. I'm like, I don't want to kill myself. I've been saying this, you know, whenever shit goes wrong, that's kind of like what I say. I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) It's just my like, it's just like me screaming into the void of how, and like, don't take me literally. I'm not going to kill myself. It's just that I was so, I was like freaking out because I thought, oh my God, we're going to become a fascist country. And then, okay, we didn't become fascist, and we saved democracy for two more years. So that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was yeah for two more years, really and then scary. there's the gerrymandering, and then it's more versus uh, whatever. The more case in the Supreme Court is yes. the one to watch. I know, I know. That's uh, and that's going to make my stomach hurt. But I don't want to even think about that right now because there's already there's there's Elon Musk is making my stomach hurt. Oh my God, that man. Oh my I'm so, God. I, as much as I like my Tesla battery with my solar panels, because it <laughs> works really well, um, had he bought Twitter before I bought my battery, I would have figured out another person's battery to Right, buy. yeah. Yeah, he's unbelievable. And I mean, now, do you think, I mean, how can it be that anyone looks at what he's doing and think that this is just him being a bro? I mean, I, there's got to be something more nefarious to this. Well, I mean, uh, what was it, the New York Times? We don't know what he's about. Right. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> he's a freaking Fuckers. agent of chaos. I mean, obviously, he it, it's really terrifying how much power he's got as the owner of Twitter. Mm. He's not the but president. But what is interesting? I mean, as much as everybody's like, oh, don't leave Twitter because blah, blah, blah. Well, Telegram is here. Gitter is there. Trust Central is around. Yeah. All these places where the right wing talks to itself mm-hmm. is already there mm-hmm. so if if normals as bob says <laughs> leave the twitter it just becomes telegram and yes, all that bullshit exactly and, and you know so, so it's like yeah. yeah don't leave well then we make post or we make counter yeah. social or we make mastodon whatever it is yeah. because they're all out there friendster died yeah myspace died right. twitter's on its way mm-hmm 
Yeah. And, you know, I do think we're going to see, you know, Christopher Boozy's talking about a new site. I'm still, I've got this site that, uh, it's not my site, but I'm talking to this guy. And there was just mm-hmm. some issues going on behind the scenes. They had to work it out. And he, I'd say the site is about 95% ready. There's just a few things, few features. In fact, I've given my input on some of these features. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to have to add in a few features. Just some tweaks that he's got to do. And then that site's going to be available. And that site has, uh, it's not, nobody knows about it yet. I keep getting people messaging me and they're like, is it the new Jack site? Is it the Christopher Boozy site? No, none of you have ever heard of it. And when you hear of it, I'll tell you, I'll be really clear. This is the site I've been talking about. But, uh, you know, right now there's post too, which is okay. It's okay. But it's Well, I mean, counter social to me because I'm on there, but I haven't been there in a while. I can't take it. It looks like TweetDeck. I can't take it. It's too much. Um, and TweetDeck, I used to have, and then it uh, on Macintosh, they decided not to continue developing TweetDeck for yeah. it, so it just disappeared. But I liked TweetDeck because you could hmm. see everything all at once, and it was like oh, I see. everything everywhere all at once, like the movie. <laughs> um, you could see everything going, and you could it, it goes quickly, but you can slow it down. So right. I liked that because it looked familiar. Yeah. Um, I haven't been on the others yet because I'm kind of just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> It took me years to get on the Twitter machine. Yeah, I was like, it took who cares about too. Twitter? I know. <laughs> I was the same way. I mean, I got on, on the – I got It on... took me forever to get on the Twitters. Um, <laughs> and I think it was when I when I started on Stephanie's show, I was like, uh, oh, this is going to help. Right. And so that's why. Interesting. Well, I think I started – I started in 2010, but I had no – my mom and I had no idea. We were pitching the book, The Virgin Diaries. So we started right. this Twitter account, which is not the one that I'm on now, but – uh, and all I would do is promote the book, and I had no idea that you could answer people, and I had no <laughs> idea that people would tweet to you. So I would just promote the book and promote the book, and I'd repeat, I'd repeat, repeat. And somebody said something to me once, like, all you ever do is repeat, is like tweet the same thing. And I remember getting so embarrassed, but I didn't even know what I was doing. And then, right. and I felt really intimidated by it, so I stayed away from it. And then it was when I got with uh, Bob, you know, he was primarily on Twitter. I was primarily on Facebook at the time. And he was like, oh, yeah, I prefer Twitter because, you know, it's fun to kind of knock people around and you knock the trolls around and you bat them. And I don't know why, but I was so intimidated. And then once I got on, it was like, oh, I, you can't shut me up now. <laughs> so, <laughs> now I can't yeah, for fucking me, it was like, off. what do you say in 128 characters? Or 120 was back in those days. Yes. Because we had a Twitter account for my my show, but we had literally, until I started on Stephanie's show, 240 people following us for like eight years. <laughs> Those uh, loyal people. Because my show, by the way, is going into season 14 in March. Wow, that's Actually, so you know, cool. we're in season 14. It'll be going into season 15 wow. in March. Um, I've been doing this since 2009. That's insane. And so we joined the Twitter as soon as we could, and it was literally, we were just hovering at about 240 people. Hmm. Um, wow. And then when I joined Stephanie's show on a weekly basis, that's when mm. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I mean, my mom even said one time she wanted me to promote something that she was doing for um, Hal Prince. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, mom, I only have 30,000 followers on Twitter. She goes, only? And I said, well, compared to other people, it's an only. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, fucking Molly Jong Fast has a million. Bro- Bro- Brooklyn Dead Defiant has a million. So, yeah. I know. 
So yeah, I when know. you when you have 30, 50, 60, 80,000, it's like, yeah, it's impressive until you look at them. <laughs> right. It's like it's like uh, I think I have more than I'm a Carol Burnett, which is my mom's Twitter. Wow. By the way, kids, she doesn't go on it as other people run that. Right. It is hers <laughs> technically, but she doesn't go on it. She doesn't do the Twitters, she right. doesn't do the Facebooks. Oh. Um I just have so to say, I think I actually have more followers than that. <laughs> wow. But I just have to interject and say, I don't know who it was. I did I retweet it. There was a thing going around today about uh it was a it was one of the oh God. What is the fucking name of that family? The family sketch from your mother's show. Oh, Eunice and Ed, yeah. Thank you. It was it was the Siamese elephant. With oh, Tim the Siamese Conway. elephant, the outtake? <laughs> I don't know if it was the outtake, but he just kept laughing with the whole thing in outtake. No, it's the outtake. In fact, at the end of it, what happens is he does, he did it twice, two different, because uh, my parents, when they did the show, they would do a dress rehearsal in front of one audience and tape it. And then an hour and a half, you know, meal break and stuff, and maybe possibly rewriting something if necessary, but usually not. And then they would shoot what they called the air show in front of a brand new audience. And so the, the dress rehearsal was at five, the air show taped at eight. And so he actually did two different elephant things, one for the dress rehearsal and one for air. The air show is usually when he would go off script, mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. And so what happened is he does the snorky and everything and and poor Dick Van Dyke is trying to <laughs> get them to go on with Password, and Vicky did it. She goes, you sure that little asshole's through? And they all fell. Oh, my God. That was so – and your mom was so funny, just trying to, like, watching Come on, people – Come on, I mean, she's always laughing, but I mean, I mean always funny. But uh, watching people you love, especially trying not to laugh, that is just oh, nothing is funny. Uh, my mom was pretty good. Lyle Wagner was the best. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> there's just he, nothing like I mean, like Conway it. tried with him, and Lyle was very good at not breaking. <laughs> and I'm jealous because, it, you know, there there was this one time when I was in my acting class, and we had to do exercises, and we were uh-huh. we would be up there alone. And we always had to do this. It was an exercise, and basically the exercise was we were working in in an emotion, and we had an activity that we were doing, and then basically someone would come to the door, and then they would have, like, a a really urgent need, and then it was between, you know, your urgent need and their urgent need. So anyway, it was like my my acting coach called it a 200-pound weight that you had to get rid of. So in this activity, I wanted to pretend that I was sick, and I wanted to call out sick to work. So I didn't know how to sound sick. So I started snorting pepper. And um, there's this guy in my class who had the most distinctive and funny laugh. And so I started doing it. I started snorting the pepper. And he just lost it. And and we weren't even supposed to. I don't know why, but there was a rule in my acting studio where we weren't allowed to make any noise. We, we couldn't. Oh, God. It was weird. We couldn't laugh. We couldn't clap. What, what if you're doing a comedy soliloquy? You're I know. not allowed to get laughter from your we, audience? We never were allowed to. So anyway, it was just quite. And then so he would break and he would start laughing and he had a giggle. It was like this high pitched giggle. And I remember I was like, oh, my God, he started laughing. And here I am on stage all by myself. And I was try- and I, I never broke. But I almost broke. And he was laughing so hard. He had to take his chair and turn it around and face the wall and not watch me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wish you had that on tape. I want to see it. Oh, those days were so much fun. I miss those acting days. But um, okay, wait. But we were talking about Elon, and we got totally um, sidetracked. I know it happens. It happens. But I just <laughs> With wanted us to especially <laughs> exactly. I just wanted to bring it to there was okay. Twitter's former head of trust and safety, Yoel Roth, has now fled his home due to an escalation of threats, and and it's because of Elon. So, oh my God, what is, I mean, do you think that he's, do you think his goal is really evil? Do you think he just, what is he doing? I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if this is true um, or not, uh, but I have read that he's on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So he might not know how to read. Right. That makes sense. Properly? Mm-hmm. Not proper. That's the wrong word. He might not know how to read emotions or sarcasm or mm-hmm. anger in the way that people that are not on the spectrum do. Yeah. That's the better way to interesting. put that. Interesting. That's an interesting thing. Uh, because I have friends that are on the spectrum. So. Yeah. Um, and so it could be that. I don't know if he's on the spectrum at all, but I've seen him talk. It seems like he might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and also, you know, white privilege, man. South yeah. African white guy. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, you know, he's also yeah. got that, and he's now apparently not the richest man on the planet. Right, not anymore. <laughs> he lost that to the Louis Vuitton guy or something. Oh, really? I didn't know it was Louis Vuitton. It was somebody that owns Louis, amongst other things. Because um, Chris Lavoie said that today. I'm like, ooh, who surpassed him? Was it Bezos? And he goes, nope. Um, uh Bezos, who could be Lex Luthor, mainly because he has no hair. Um, but, yeah, no, Elon, I don't – he's a troll. He's yeah. a rich troll that's bored. I think it's just – it's a toy to play with. He's like a cat with a mouse that's still alive, but you're fucking with it. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, what he's doing could, like, has already cost him – Millions the t- of dollars. Yes, Billions and, of dollars. And the title of richest man in the world. So uh-huh. he's fucking himself. Yeah. I mean, along I with I, the rest of us. He's just, he's a mess. And it's, I mean, initially he was doing good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, he was doing good for the planet. And, and 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 I don't know what happened to him. I really don't. And it's, it's sad what he's done to a, a decent platform that was trying to do good. And then mm-hmm. everybody with the fucking Hunter Biden penis profile picture. Yeah. That's what I'm calling them now, um, <laughs> so that you can say it on radio. Penis profiles <laughs> or penis portraits. There we go. Penis, portraits. Go. penis portraits. And apparently he's well endowed. Who? Good for him. Elon. Um, Elon. No, uh, Hunter Biden. Oh, Hunter. Right. That's right. That's right. Duh. Okay. Apparently he's well off. Yes. Shall we say? And <laughs> and somebody suggested. Go with it, Hunter. Just if they bring you in, yeah, I got this. What about you? Boom. You know, just do it. It's just, it's kind of ridiculous that the Twitter files are like, oh, they're trying. Joe Biden wasn't in public office at the time. Right. So he had no control. It was just like everybody else. Hey, I have a problem with this. I'm reporting it. Can you take it down? Right. And with James Woods suing so that he can show somebody else's dick? Yes, yes. Like, really? And, and, Twitter, it's, and they, everybody, oh, First Amendment. No, 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 no. No. Private company. Mm-hmm. 
can show or not show what yeah, they want. Why is it that they just refuse to, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say accept because I think they all know. They scream free speech, but they don't mm. understand what free speech means. No, uh, they didn't read the First Amendment. They only like number two. <laughs> Um, and they read that incorrectly as well. Yes. Oh, my um, God. No, they, it's like any private company, especially a, a social media site, can prevent you from – they have terms. I mean, yeah. okay, everybody, when you download an application on your computer or mm -hmm. on your phone, there are terms of service. Right. That you all automatically go, sure. And sometimes I know that some coders have put in – and when you die, I will get your house. <laughs> and it's embedded in there somewhere. So legally right. speaking, right. if you own a house and you die, so-and-so can technically get that from you. Wow. I mean, they will put that in there because they know nobody's reading it. Mm -hmm. um, because it's legalese. Yeah. And it's, it's complicated. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Mastodon. Troth Central, all of them have their rules, right. and if you violate said rules, you are either off or you're suspended or whatever you've put up is taken down. I mean, that's just the rules. Them's yeah. the rules. And these people don't understand that. Even in the Constitution, there are rules. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> well, it's like, the, you know, if you just take it in terms, because it's a private company, okay, right. that's like a restaurant. You walk into a restaurant, you can't start screaming at the customers, you can't start insulting people, they can mm -hmm. ask you to leave legally, and you can't cite mm -hmm. free speech to stay and scream. As long as it's uh, equally applied. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, if you, it, they cannot discriminate based on anything, mm -hmm. but they can kick out everybody. Mm -hmm that violates their rules. Yeah. So that's the, like, people go, oh, what about civil rights legislation? No, 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 no. No, you have to allow X, Y, Z into your establishment. Yes. If they violate whatever your establishment says, you can kick them out, but not because they are so-and-so. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's because of what they did, not who they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they also confuse that. Right. Of course they do, because they just they use it to their advantage and try to manipulate and all of that, and it's just unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I think what's going to wind up eventually happening, though, and I even I think Boozy said this. There's going to be, you know, five, six, whatever. There's going to be websites that pop up that get everybody's attention, and then I think it's going to filter down once again probably to two but i always recommend stay diversified you know yes. if, if you don't love mastodon which i don't stay on there anyway post occasionally keep it going just because you don't know what's going to happen with any given website as we have all, all seen right. and i have you know i lost my facebook page in 2018 and it was devastating so for people you know who who are activists or have podcasts or whatever when it becomes your work it's extremely right. discipline. It's extremely upsetting. But then, um, you know, just losing. I also lost my. I lost both of my profiles on Facebook because I had one that was just for my family and friends, and maybe only a hundred people. But I had been on there since like 2007, so I had all these pictures, and I've lost them. And oh, you know, I mean, so even if you're just family and friends, and you lose your your page or your profile, it can be upsetting you spend so much time interacting, building, 
all of it, you form relationships with people. So yeah, I think there's going to be, you know, I don't know if Post is going to be the top, but I will say this new site that, you know, I have been working with the guy um, and and he just contacted me because I have, you know, connections to people and he was hoping that I could introduce his site to people. And that's basically what I would do outside of the benefits that I would get myself from it. And, uh, you know, I mean, I know on this site, I said it's extremely important to have those, um, you know, blue verification check marks because we, we all know why now. I don't have right. to go into why. But um, and then it'll be easier for people to get them who are public figures or people of note just because it's not going to be the Twitter bullshit. Um, but, you know, there's going to be a couple different sites out there that kind of stick. And the one that I have been working on or working with is really fucking cool. It's, 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 I think it really could be any site you want it to be. It could be like Instagram. It could be like Twitter. It could be like fake Facebook. There's so many options on that site. So we'll see what happens with that. But, um, you know, I mean, I guess you can just look at it like it's upsetting that we've lost our platforms or we haven't really lost them yet, but we will lose a big platform, but it's, this is the world we're in social and, and maybe what it will do. And I hope it does will lead to better social media sites that are more fair and don't allow, you know, it's, it, th- this is going to turn into fucking 4chan. So, yeah, it, it can. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that one. Um, well, he just got I, rid of just, it's, it's sad what he's done to it. Yeah. Because he just, he got rid of, uh, where is it? He got rid of all the, um, what, it, what is it that he got rid of? I thought I did. Yeah. It was the, oh, it was like dissolved the people that, trust you know, and safety council. Yeah, exactly. Like yesterday or something. Yeah, it was yesterday. It was it was okay, the council focused on online safety for harassment, human and digital rights, suicide prevention, mental health, child sex sexual exploitation and dehumanization. So yeah, that's good God. It's been dissolved. That's um, a great idea. Yeah, it, it really is. It's like, oh my God. Okay. I so I just want to switch the subject again. And this okay. is this is dumb, but I have to talk about it. So uh, I liked I like to watch this stupid couple on YouTube and there and Bob and I have talked about them on his show on the after party and we even played one of their recipes last Friday because all they ever do is eat cheese and they make recipes with like this one recipe it was chicken they put it in a slow cooker so they put chicken and then they put in they said I think the recipe called for a teaspoon of garlic powder so I'm not kidding you. She literally put in like three heaping, heaping tablespoons of garlic powder. I was, I couldn't believe it. And then she puts, uh, maybe she didn't put cream. No, she puts in cream cheese, block of cream cheese, or maybe just uh-huh. a half, a can of cream of something soup. Uh, then she put in, I think like two cups or a cup or something, two cups of heavy cream. <laughs> and then later she adds more cheese and then she she was supposed to put in whatever kind of cheese it was, and she said smoked Gouda. They didn't have it. So she put in American cheese slices. No, I'm sorry, American slices. As Bob pointed out, it's not even cheese. They can't even call it cheese. They can just call it American slices. So, like, I watch these people, and I'm so mesmerized by them. They are from the South, and I find them to be utterly fascinating. So, anyway, this is a long way to get to you. The girl in the video usually has an iced coffee and I watch her make the iced coffee and you know how they do it on YouTube. They make it look so enticing. 
they slow yeah. they slow it down and then it's like I've been and I've never liked iced coffee I've always hated it and oh, so I love it. and yeah well I I don't know why but I've always hated it so I've like been watching her do it and so I was at this grocery store on Sunday and I saw ice you know cold proof coffee I'm like, I'm gonna do it so I get it and now I'm fully addicted <laughs> <laughs> and it reminds me of a white Russian <laughs> a little bit I put in I put in the um the creamer that's like flavored with vanilla so I just you know and oh I love it now and now I want to drink it all day but I can't because then I won't sleep <laughs> and I can no, feel I, the, the other caffeine. day I went on a you know how I walk the circumference of the globe yes, every yes. day um, I left the house I think it was Saturday morning I'm not sure and um, this is after I hurt myself and tumbled three feet in front oh, of no. me but that's a longer story anyway um <clears throat> I'm walking, and then all of a sudden this headache hit me. Like, what is going on? I don't get headaches that much. I come home, and I'm like, I have a raging headache. And Lonnie's like, what? Did you eat yet? And I said, no. And then I realized I hadn't had my coffee. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what happens. Unfortunately, I only, I only drink, like, maybe a cup and a half a day. It's not, yeah. like, a whole huge – but it's cold. <laughs> do you, always do you, cold. Oh, it's always cold. Always. So – do you not like hot coffee? I don't mind it. Um, it it's just I prefer it cold. Hmm. And I, I don't – what's funny is what I do is I pour it in – when Lonnie makes it, I pour it in while it's hot, and then I just put it in the fridge. Mm. Really? And, no. then, and then how – and you, do you have it with milk? How do you have it? Did you say – Oh, it? I have it black. Oh, you do? Straight. I have it straight, yeah. Whoa. That's hardcore. I, don't, I can't yeah. handle that. I can't. It's too bitter for me. I want to like it black, but I just, I can't. No, it's, it's, it's you know, I'm hardcore. Speaking of hardcore, <laughs> have you seen that new J&B commercial from Spain? No. <gasps> I put it on my Facebook page. Um, it's from Spain, and the initial soundtrack was in Spanish, but now it's the song. You know the song, but now they have it in English the last time I played it. Basically, it's it's a whiskey ad, okay. but... It started in the summer, apparently, J&B decided, and the advertising agency decided to help communities outside of Madrid and other big cities in Spain to help accept LGBTQ mm -hmm. people. So it's this, there's no dialogue, it's mm -hmm. just music. And this man who's uh, elderly looking, mm -hmm. um, his, his wife puts down her purse and lipstick rolls out. Mm -hmm. And he goes and he starts learning how to put on lipstick and learning how to put on makeup because he has a trans granddaughter coming to Christmas. Oh. And so he learns, and it's funny watching him learn how to put on, and eventually at the end of him learning how to put it on, he's gorgeous. <laughs> and um, then, then the family comes over for dinner, and he takes his now trans, her name is Anna, mm -hmm. she's 26, and they show a picture of her with her you know, her dead name and all of that mm -hmm. when she was younger. And so he, he takes her to the garage where he's been practicing putting on makeup and puts makeup on her and huh. brings her out to the family. And the father starts smiling and crying and the mother hugs her. And oh, it's just the wow. sweetest, most lovely commercial about acceptance from yeah. a generation and a half, you know, two generations up. Yeah. Um, uh, that I just was like, I started crying immediately. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not crying about a whiskey commercial. I don't even drink some stuff. Um, 
If I drink whiskey, J&B would be my choice now. <laughs> right. Well, I've got, I'm looking at it as you're talking about it because I went to your Facebook page. But, wow, that's amazing. It's a really, it's really it. beautiful because I have a trans um, grandniece. Wow. And she only transitioned, let me see, she's how old? God, you have three. a grandniece? Wow. Yeah, she's um, 20, how old am I? <laughs> let me see, I was 26 when she was born. So she's 29 now. Wow. And she only started to transition when she was 25. Hmm. Um, and what was great was my dad's first wife is her great-grandmother. Wow. And when wow. she changed her name to Mallory, which is her name now, mm-hmm. my, my dad's first wife, Gloria, emailed her and said, is that with one L or two? <laughs> And I was like, that's Gloria. You know, she's a deer. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like, you know, I have so far just one trans relative. Yeah. um, And it's too bad she couldn't transition when she was younger. Right. Yeah. Because it's harder. Yeah, it is harder. It is harder. And uh, Um, just just for acceptance, let alone just hormonally. Right. Well, I mean, I think, you know, in that show, Euphoria. There's mm-hmm. a trans woman, and I, be, I I don't know exactly. I don't know people's names, so you're just going to have to forgive me because I don't remember her name. Have you seen Euphoria? No, I have not. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's fucking hard to take. You know, it's a hard show to take. I mean, it's really good. The acting is amazing. Everybody does a fantastic job, but it's like, oh, my God. It is yeah. hardcore. Um, but you can tell, and I just, again, I don't know her name, but she started young. And because she started young, I think it, you know, you can tell it is easier and it helps. I think the earlier you start in life. Yeah, pre-puberty is when you should start. Right. Um, In fact, there's an actress, she was on Supergirl and she uh, was born male with a twin brother, mind Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And um, she was on, she played a superhero on it and a trans superhero and Honestly, because Travis goes, you know, she's trans. I'm like, what? Because hmm, wow. she started transitioning when she was like 14. Right. Yeah. And you can't even tell. Yeah. There's no like you. She's, yeah. She's a girl. She always right. has been. Yeah. And she looks a lot like her brother. And they're identical twins, mind Interesting. you. Interesting. Um, and she and her brother look a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's and she I mean, she came out a long time ago. And I have a very good friend of mine who's on who was on Henry Danger. Mm-hmm. And um uh, he's a trans man, mm-hmm. and when we met him, you would have never guessed that he mm. had been born female. Interesting. And what's funny is when he he decided to come out, and Henry Danger is a children's show. I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> and when he decided to come out, I think there was a Time Magazine article about him or something, and, and he uh, he decided to. You know, come out to, I mean, the cast and crew already knew, but he decided to be public about it. Mm-hmm. And they shot this cutest video of him. And they're like, wow, did you hear? And they're like, yeah, I heard. Should we still talk to him? You know, they're doing this whole thing. And they're like, okay, Michael, we found out. He's like, what? And he goes, you're Canadian. And that was the whole bit. <laughs> we had no idea you were Canadian, you know. Um, and he has a one-man show about transitioning and all of that and um i mean honestly had michael never told me it yeah. wouldn't have been a question right wow you know but he did you know yeah. it's, it's his prerogative to do so but you would have never i mean if you met michael you'd be like what right and it's a kid's show yeah well you, it, know? you know i mean we're just 
the world just keeps progressing. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, that's the way it should be. We should continue to progress. And then we've got these people who just want to hold us back. And unfortunately, some of them are even on what we would consider them. We thought they were allies and they're not. Uh-huh. So yeah, that, I mean, really and that's what it's like. You take two steps forward. It's always one step yeah. back because of the backlash. Yeah. And, and the, the kids, the Gen Z and then their children, Gen Z is way more tolerant than we were, and we right. were more tolerant than the boomers. Right. Yes. You know, and they were more tolerant than uh, the, genera- the greatest generation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's better every generation. It's getting mm-hmm. better, but there's always going to be pushback. Yeah. And, and uh, that's unfortunate, but that is how mm-hmm. human beings are because we're dumb. Yeah, because well, we're afraid of everything that we don't know. That's not just like us. Yeah, it's like scary, scary. So dumb, so dumb. All right, so transition uh, to, you know, this is the last time I'm going to have you on for the year. For the year. So (laughs) not ever, not ever. I did say that in my uh, intro that this was the last show uh, with you uh, this year. So before we we go do our other things that we're going to do today, I want to know what you have planned for the holidays. We are, um, I'm going to see my mom this Saturday, Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully her gift gets here before I see her, Um, and uh, I'm going to see her and one of my nephews, and then on Christmas Day, Lonnie and I are going to go to Lonnie's mom's, and one of my sisters who lives where they live and her two children uh, uh, are going to meet us at Lonnie's mom's for Christmas Day day mm-hmm. and have food <laughs> and uh then we're back and i'm going to take the 27th off uh of my show mm-hmm. uh, which is the first time in months that i've not had a show wow. um other than that just you know trying to do this video that i've been hired to do <laughs> and uh, you know just mellow not going out we never go out on new year's eve we never yeah, have because I mean, it's like either. amateur drunk night so we never yeah. go out yeah um, I always before I met Lonnie, I would just sit at home with a fire and watch a rom a rom com and then a like a scary movie. <laughs> I remember one year I went to Whole Foods and I got whatever dinner you know in the prefer- prepared food section, but they had I don't know if they still have them, but they had this gingerbread, and it was the most it was so moist and it was just like an individual little wrapped up in cellophane. bits of gingerbread oh my god so good and I watched the notebook and I remember like I think I watched I had another movie but I watched that second and I ate my good food and I remember thinking like this is the best New Year's Eve I've ever had and I was alone but it was just like so much fun when I was single it was just like fire yeah you know enjoy the night Mm -hmm. and I don't have my dad always called it amateur drunk night because it is (laughs) yes it is yeah, Bob and I have never done anything. The professionals are smart enough to stay home. Right. Yeah, and Bob and I have never gone out. Yeah, we're what I'm going to do, and I'm hoping that it's going to be this Saturday. I've been trying to organize um, making cookies with my niece, and she's Fun. eight years she's eight years old. So I found this fucking recipe. Oh my god. Okay. Again, I I said on Bob's show what it is, but basically, and I don't have in front of me what it is, but evidently it's like the. Um, supposedly the best chocolate chip cookie recipe out there right so better than nestle toll house it's not nestle but you can find it on i think it's called clean and delicious um on youtube right so if you look up clean and delicious 
it's this woman named Danny something or other, and she cooks all this food. So this is not clean, but it's delicious, and it's it's up there in the latest videos. So what you do is you make this. She gives you the recipe for these really amazing chocolate chip cookies. So you make the dough, then you put the dough aside, and then on your uh, cookie sheet, you take half of a graham cracker, and then you uh -huh. place three of the Hershey's you know rectangles. Fits perfectly. Then you put a marshmallow, and then oh, it's like you, a it's a s'more. Yes, it's a s'more. But then you take the cookie dough and you kind of you, you make it a little flat and you kind of form a little cave around it, and then you bake okay. it. So it's a s'mores chocolate chip cookie, and it looks <gasps> fucking insane. And so I'm going that to make that. That sounds like it should be illegal. It should, and it's it looks amazing. And oh, you can see. Like the top of the cookie is just oozing all of this marshmallow. It looks so good. It looks not, so oh no, good. Now I'm going to do that. Oh my God. So clean and delicious on YouTube is where you're going to find that recipe. I, I, I think she put it out last week or something like that. So I've just been waiting to make that. But yeah, as far as what we're doing, it's just going to be the family circuit. And I don't even know. The only thing I do know is we see my mom on, on Christmas Eve. Outside of that, we have no idea what's happening with his mother, with, you know, my dad and we're his dad. We're all going to try to figure it out. But yeah, um, I mean, luckily, you know, like uh, my mom is just in, in Santa Barbara, so it's not far. And then Lonnie's mom is just in Palm Springs, yeah. also not far. His dad's in Florida, but we never really see him on Christmas anyway. Right. Because um, uh, he's never lived on this coast. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's phone calls to people. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll call my brother and and stuff but yeah my sister nancy now has a place in palm springs so it's cool she's like yeah i'll come up to your lonnie's mom she's never met i think she may have met her when my sister died but i doubt she remember hi little squirrel oh um, hi rachel you want some more food? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean it'll be nice because nancy uh, i don't get to see her that often so yeah. it'll be nice to 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 hang out with her and her kids well, I think we're gonna we're in for a roller coaster two years again. Um, yeah. But I do think you know I mean we've got a lot of good momentum, and the thing that I will say, I'm most encouraged about, are the young people who are yeah. totally engaged, and I'm not only am I grateful for them, I'm I'm just kind of like surprised, not overly surprised because again we talked about Roe, you know whether it's Roe guns college so debt all that. yeah there's so many things it's like they have decided now all right we have to get our uh we have to get in the game and i'm so glad yeah, they have in the to game. Or, or people don't pay attention that's yes. the problem with yeah. i mean the first time i voted i was 22 i wasn't mm -hmm. you know i should have voted at 20 when i could have but i didn't right. um and so you know most of us between 18 and 30 don't vote yeah. i started voting at 22 which is relatively young but i had an opportunity at 20 yeah yeah, I know. I think. I mean, I did vote for Bill Clinton. Um, Same here. And but I, I don't remember how old I was. But I. Well, I was twenty five when he. Uh, I was twenty five when he ran in ninety two. Okay, so then, uh, yeah, I but like I voted 24. right before that at a midterm or something. Yeah, for, I didn't vote in. Uh, I didn't HW. vote in the midterms. I, I think I just voted in that presidential election in ninety three. So uh, that was it. And then, I mean, I know that I voted after that, but I wasn't really, most of the time I just asked my mom or I, you know, wasn't really paying, I knew she was paying attention and I right. knew that I agreed with pretty much what she said. So I just took whatever she told me and I would do it. But, um, well, I mean, with my sister, Kathy, who you're friends with on the Facebook and yes. my sister, Nancy, um, and Kathy, especially being involved in the ERA in the seventies, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
and then my mom being involved also because of Kathy mainly. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've been around politics mm-hmm. on the fringes since I was you know nine years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, and I'm also excited because I got this really cool picture. Um, it's a I don't know if it's a painting, but it's just, it's an equality picture, and it's like it's the most beautiful thing. And I have to go. Somebody gave it to me, and oh. I have to go get it framed. And I wanted to have it framed for you guys, like hang, hanging for what for your visit. But I never got around to it, so I have to remember <laughs> to do that. That's one of the things I have to do this holiday season. So, I mean, I'm hoping that everybody has a really fun and relaxing yeah. holiday season because we safe. need Safe, safe, safe. Everybody safe. stay safe. Although, get, get your bivalent if you haven't gotten it yet, kids. Yes, because my friend who didn't get his bivalent, he got he got it. Actually, my sister has COVID now. And I don't oh, know why no. she didn't get her bivalent shot, but she didn't. And um, whatever. I mean, she's okay. It's mild, but still. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got it literally three weeks before the fucker was available. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I just, but I think that we need to, like, decompress, you know? I mean, this is, like, everybody, we've had a hardcore year. It's been good, and there's been some really good things, but, of course, we've had to deal with a lot of shit, too. So I think it's really important to take this time. If you've got the time, even if you don't have a lot of time off, take the time off you have to relax and enjoy yourself because we're going to just get back into it again on, you know, fucking January 2nd, so... (laughs) (laughs) have fun but it was just uh, as usual it's awesome talking to you jody i absolutely adore you so um, i adore you oh and you're just so sweet for coming out and visiting us i can never (laughs) say how much we appreciate it but okay before i let you go like i say every time tell everybody where to find you you can stalk me at from the bunker jr on the twitter um and we have a from the bunker uh page on facebook as well awesome and then of course i'm author kimberly um and i'm just gonna say if you're listening to the show, I am, like I announced at the beginning, the new social media director for MSW. So MSW Media Pods, P-O-D-S, MSW Media Pods. Please follow them on Twitter. I am the one running the page. I desperately need your help. So if you could follow, that would be super awesome. And Jody, I just love you. Thank you so much. And, you know, Happy New Year. I love you too. And thank you. Thank you.